This is the Slice of App Pie Show. I am Steve, your host for some tips and tricks to help you become a successful creative indie. Ready for your slice? Hello, folks. I'll start again with the business stuff, then work into my commentary for the week. The new lesson is up on the website. This week, I'm showing you how to use actions and categories with your notifications. This is a cool way to execute bits of code directly from the notification without opening the app. I mentioned this week about using older phones when testing notifications. For the tip of the week, I found out that the newer simulators work just like their device counterparts. That means any use of 3D Touch in a simulator requires you to have a 3D Touch trackpad. If you don't have a 3D Touch trackpad, you can't do all the functions on iPhone 6S, 6S Plus, 7, and 7 Plus simulators. As I'll describe in the post, this has some serious repercussions since the newer phones require a 3D tap to get the actions displayed. The solution is to use an iPhone 6 or 6 Plus to test notifications. This would be the latest phone without the 3D Touch feature. I have a new idea for this newsletter that I'm beginning to work on. I have two readers who were nice enough to send me their apps to look at. Both apps I like a lot, and I'm thinking they might be cool to review and constructively critique on the newsletter. I haven't gotten permission from either yet, so if I do this, it will start next week. If you are interested in submitting an app in the App Store for review, send me a valid redemption code at podcasts at makeappie.com with some info about you and your app, and I'll take a look. Some of you might remember last week, I promised to tell you about the second best memory from my trip to Russia. That memory actually happened not in Russia, but in Helsinki on a stopover, but on my way home. It turns out I heard some news last week that dovetails into that story. Restaurateur Jim Delegati died last week at the ripe old age of 98. You might not know that name, but I'm betting most of you know of his innovation, one that the corporate environment he belonged to resisted. Delegati knew it would be a hit because he listened to his customers more than corporate. His innovation is known worldwide. While he lived in Pennsylvania, it was in Helsinki that I found his invention was the best sandwich I ever tasted. In August of 1986, a few months before I went to Russia, the Chernobyl disaster happened. It changed our trip, canceling the original stop of Kiev, since getting there would require going dangerously close to the affected area. It changed the name of our dinner and lunch, too. No longer was it called Chicken Kiev. It was Chernobyl Chicken. Lunch and dinner, every day for two weeks was Chernobyl chicken. Even the ultra-hot mustard condiment was not enough to make this tasty by the end of the trip. After two weeks, I never wanted to see a butter-stuffed breaded chicken breast again. On our way back from the Soviet Union, we had an overnight layover in Helsinki. Many of my classmates and I went across the road from our hotel to a restaurant there. I think we all ordered the same sandwich. The two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun I ordered with fries and a Coke was the best sandwich I ever ate. Yeah, it was a Big Mac. That was Jim Delegati's invention. There's a lot to unpack here. How could a fast food icon be the best sandwich I ever tasted? I mean, I'm pretty much a foodie. Most of you know me about how much I obsess about pizza. But I love food. I remember the best risotto I ever had was at Ristorante Mario's just behind the Forum of Augustus in Rome. The best coffee is Ladro's in Seattle or any coffee shop bringing 100% Kona on the Big Island of Hawaii. 
The best crepes are in the tiny town of Galesburg, Illinois, at a place called the Landmark. The best pizza in the world is Pizza Ronaldi in Cozumel, Mexico, washed down with a limonada. I've been to restaurants worldwide, one star to five star. Why would a Big Mac, of all things, be my favorite sandwich ever? To be clear, it was that Big Mac. Three weeks later, the Big Mac at a local McDonald's I could take or leave. Food carries emotional value. That Big Mac in Helsinki was coming back to civilization. It was coming back to freedom and the West. After all that Chernobyl chicken, that Big Mac tasted good. That's known as contrast bias. When exposed to something we don't like, especially after repeated exposure, there is a relief when we can change. Robert Saldini, in his book Influence, gives the example of real estate brokers who show two or three really bad houses before showing a mediocre quality or a house slightly over the budget of a buyer. They like and may even buy this house, not because it's best for them, because it's not one of those objectionable houses. I liked a Big Mac in that moment because it was not Chicken Kiev. It could have been any food that wasn't Chicken Kiev, and I would have loved it. That's one marketing strategy you might take if you're competing with similar apps in the App Store. What makes your app different? What makes your app special or a breath of fresh air in a crowded market? Marketing and user experience go hand in hand here. By including what is a relief to users in your application, you make your app more attractive to users. Suppose you could build a perfect Pokemon Go clone, complete with proper licensing. Then you go and include the missing tracking feature that users are screaming about in Niantic's version. The users would beat a path to your door. Niantic knows this, by the way, and spends more time blocking developers from building the missing tracker than actually making better gameplay. The second thing about the Big Mac is the meaning of a Big Mac. It's not Russian in any way. It's a product of the West and specifically America of my home. We map a lot of meaning on things. Often we do not even know how much meaning we map on objects. I mapped a lot of meanings about the warmth of home, about the freedoms I have at home, onto a sandwich. I may have been in Finland, but eating a McDonald's sandwich was mentally coming home. Remember that there are such mappings. Some you can create with enough media exposure. Most you don't, but knowing what those mappings are, you can exploit them or avoid them. Some mappings are negative and will hurt your chances in the marketplace. That same McDonald's Big Mac in France often gets a very different reaction as repugnant. Use the one that attracts and avoid the ones that repel customers. And like Jim Delegati, know your customers. Listen to them. Finally, I want to talk about one more story I read about Jim Delegati. Delegati was selling the Big Mac only in his stores. McDonald's corporate hated the idea of a Big Mac. They wanted no changes to their already consistent menu. They hated having to buy a different kind of bun with sesame seeds. This wasn't a radical change by any means. Such sandwiches existed at other fast food restaurants. This wasn't like discovering the light bulb, he told the Los Angeles Times in 1993. The bulb was already there. All I did was screw in the socket. But there was still corporate resistance. What changed McDonald's mind about the sandwich and eventually led it to becoming one of the most profitable items on the menu was local growth. After Delegati introduced the sandwich in his own stores, neighboring McDonald's owners started carrying it too. Corporate had a different opinion when the sandwich successfully spread like wildfire across Pennsylvania. Always remember that your project is like a Big Mac. It may not be something radically different, but it can have some impact on people. Listen to your users to find what they want. No big guy might want it, 
but let it spread locally first before taking the world by storm. It may have mappings of feelings and memories of good things. Exploit that for the local population first, the rest may follow. It may be a breath of fresh air in an otherwise oppressive environment, making it amazingly attractive. Saying all that, I hope your apps sell like Big Macs. Keep coding, and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to Slice of App Pie. Please subscribe and leave a rating on iTunes. You can also find out more about today's episode in the show notes at sliceofapppie.com. Have a great and glorious day. Talk to you later.